Hello, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the May 11th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you by Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, which is my management consulting firm. On today's episode, we feature four judicial candidates, which is to say they are running for judgeships in Richmond County. Incumbent Judge Carletta Sims Brown is running to continue as Chief Judge of the Richmond County Civil and Magistrate Court. She and her opponent, Attorney Cottrell Nash, are both with us today. Civil and magistrate court handles things like code enforcement and stray dog cases. And I want you to understand that you have the opportunity to decide which person will decide on these types of cases in our county. In Richmond County State Court, Judge David Watkins is retiring at the end of this year, which means that there are now two attorneys who are vying for that judgeship. They are Evita Pascal and Ashanti Lily Pounds. State court handles misdemeanors and traffic cases, and our system of government allows us as registered voters, again, to choose who it is that will rule on those types of cases in our county. This episode wraps up our local election coverage. If you missed any of our past coverage, I invite you to go to either Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts to listen to those. You can find them there, or I think maybe the easiest way is to just go to my website because I post all of the episodes on my website. That is Janice. Alan Jackson. Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. Go there, find the Local Matters tab, and there you will find all those uh, episodes. Those include candidates for commission races in districts two, four, six, and 10, uh, competitors for the two Superior Court judgeships that are on the Augusta Judicial Circuit. Uh, the Democratic candidates for State House District 132 and seven of our nine mayoral candidates all came to local matters because they want to make sure that you are informed and you know what your options are when you get ready to vote. So again, if you missed those episodes, if anybody you know missed those episodes, please direct them to my website so that they can find those. Also, last couple of shows, I mentioned a couple of candidate forums that took place. You know, there have been a number of them in our community. I know our candidates are worn out from all those forums, but um, one that I was involved with, in fact, I moderated one of these forums. Uh, go to the web, the Facebook page, if you have access to Facebook, Facebook page of NPHC Augusta, Georgia. Uh, two forums there, one for commission candidates and one for all others. Also, you can go to the Facebook page of the Greater Augustus Interfaith Coalition. Uh, they also have done uh, Facebook Live candidate forums on Thursday nights, mostly Thursdays. I think they did a Tuesday too. So you can go to Greater Augustus Interfaith Facebook page as well to learn more about those candidates. 
uh, early voting is in progress through Friday, May 20th at the municipal building. There is one Saturday on the schedule, which is May 14th from 9A until 5P. You can early vote early on Saturday at the municipal building as well. You could go to the uh, Robert Howard Community Center at Diamond Lakes, the Henry Brigham Center, or the Warren Road Community Center for early voting, both on the 14th as well as between the 16th and the 20th, which is next week. I will give you one word of wisdom from me, and that is I don't plan to vote until May 24th. As you can see, there has been information released about candidates over the last few days. I honestly would not be surprised if additional information comes out. And I would like to have benefit of all of that information, have a chance to listen to it, process it, etc. before I make my final decisions about who it is that I'm going to support in all of these races. Again, thanks so much for being a part of the Local Matters family, and please listen to what these candidates for the judgeships have to say. Joining the Local Matters family today is attorney Ashanti Lily Pounds. How are you doing today? Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much, Mr. Jackson, for having me on your show. Thank you for accepting our invitation and for sharing with our listeners some of what they want to know about you. And the first thing they want to know is why did you decide to run for judge of state court? Well, sure. You know, I think I first have to start with uh, the fact that I've wanted to be a judge since I was a little girl. My grandmother would serve as a community advocate. Um, and she would go to court on behalf of like some of the teenagers in our neighborhood who were getting in trouble and some of the other young adults, um, especially when their parents weren't able to be there because of work or, you know, other things. And so I, I can't remember being about five years old and just watching her um, walk into those courtrooms, you know, with her, her, her head held high and she would talk to judges and attorneys on behalf of, of, you know, those kids. And I knew right then that I wanted to be a judge because, you know, I would watch the judges listen um, to what people had to say and they had to make decisions. And I felt as if I wanted to make sure um, that with my career, I was able to uh, listen to people, um, to make good decisions for people and to actually make sure I was listening to everybody um, who would speak um, in a courtroom. And so I wanted, I started my career off in Richmond County State Court. I started out as a public defender. Um, and that was intentional because I wanted to represent people uh, who came from, from beginnings such as mine, very humble beginnings. We didn't have a lot of money. And I feel as if justice should not have a price tag on it. And so I wanted to make sure I represented people um, who, you know, had, who were, uh, who had maybe financial issues or things of that nature, but still deserved a good attorney. So I started out there in state court. I went on and became a prosecutor, the lead prosecutor in state court, where I handled uh, veterans court and DUI court, um, and courts that provided treatment for people who needed help, who had issues such as alcoholism or drug dependency. Um, and the treatment allowed them to be able to go on and improve the quality of their lives. And then I became, became the judicial compliance officer as well for Richmond County State Court, where I worked directly under Judge Watkins now, um, who's retiring and whose seat, um, I am, who's, he sits in the seat that I'm, see that I'm seeking. And so, I think a judge needs to have 
a certain level of experience um, and but not just any kind of experience, relevant experience, good experience, um, the experience for the particular court for which that judge is going to sit on. And by that, I mean that that judge should on day one be able to walk into that courtroom and know what they're doing and understand um, what they're doing because they're gonna preside over people's lives. And so state court is where I have the bulk of my experience. Um, I have been involved in state court for the last 12 years on all sides, whether as a defense attorney or a prosecutor now working for the judge's office. And so I know that I have the right type of experience um, for to hold that seat. And so I wanted to seek a judgeship that I was passionate about, that I cared about, where I knew I could you know, help the most people um, and where I had the level of experience and the most current experience to be an asset to the bench. All right. And having said that, what do you consider to be your greatest accomplishment in your public life? Uh, I think probably my greatest accomplishment in my life um, and as far as I guess with my career would be starting my own law firm. Um, I started my firm back in 2017. Um, at that time, you know, I was a single parent. I was a single mom um, and I wanted to be able to make sure I, I was able to take care of my daughter well and also show her that she could do all things through Christ who strengthens her. And so I started my law firm back in 2017 um, on a prayer and <laughs> in a law book, as I like to say. Um, and it was probably one of the best decisions I made because it taught me so much. It taught me perseverance. Um, it taught me, of course, how to budget <laughs> and or increase my skills with budgeting. It taught me what it meant to, to own a business and um, to employ people, you know. And so I have um, two employees. I have a paralegal and I have a office manager. And so those are both uh, women who have children as well. Um, one of them is married. And so it taught me what it meant to be, to be able to employ somebody, to be able to help them provide for their families. I meant to be a mentor to them and, to be, and also you know, a mentor to other young ladies who are coming up wanting to do the same thing. And so I think that is my greatest accomplishment. Okay, we just got a little bit of time left. Can you talk a little bit about what principles will guide you as, as a judge if you are successful in winning this office? Sure, being independent, being impartial, being fair, and being compassionate. Um, I think those are all great principles. I think that when someone comes in front of you, they want to know that you will have that you're an independent thinker, that you're a reason thinker, that you're going to be fair, that you're going to be impartial, that you are not going to be biased. Um, as a judge, and also that you're going to be compassionate and that you're going to use that compassion um, as well as the reason and as well as, as your knowledge of the law uh, to make good decisions and sound decisions while you're on the bench. All right. And finally, uh, is there a place where our listeners can go to learn more about you? Sure. You can go to my website at www.shantiforjudge.com. Um, also, you can go to Facebook as well as Instagram, uh, which is uh, at Ashanti for Judge. Um, and you can call uh, you know, us at 706-828-1428 if you want to speak to me. That's my campaign phone. Um, and you know, Google me and you can learn as well about my law firm and what I've done with my practice. Um, and also, you know, of course, go to the website for uh, my campaign. All right. Thank you so much for being a part of the Local Matters family. Thank you so much for inviting me. I enjoyed it.
Local Matters family, we are joined today by attorney Evita Pascal. Uh, welcome to Local Matters. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, yes, uh, we want you here because we know you want an opportunity to tell the registered voters in Richmond County about why it is that you have chosen to run for judge of Richmond County State Court. Okay. Hello, my name is Evita Pascal, and I'm running for state court judge for Richmond County. I am confident after over 40 years of serving the uh, residents of Richmond County, I can be your state court judge. I have served in almost every court in Richmond County. While I had my practice for over 40 years, I have served in probate court, bankruptcy court, federal court, superior court, civil and magistrate court, state court, municipal court, social security administrative hearings, workman comp administrative hearings. So I decided because of my experience, I would be the best suited for this position as state court judge. And thank you for that. And um, as you reflect on your life of public service, please tell our listeners what you consider to be your most significant accomplishment in your public life. My most significant accomplishment in my public life is making my clients happy. When I started my practice in bankruptcy, I observed how downtrodden, suicidal, depressed, upset, and lost my clients were when they first come to my office. And then to see their face after we complete the hearings and they are in bankruptcy and they are getting relief from their debts is like night and day. I love to see them smile. It's just like they're two different people. So I think my greatest accomplishment in my practice was making a difference in their lives. Okay. And we also want to ask, uh, what principles will guide you as a judge if you are successful in winning the state court seat? The principle that will guide me is my slogan, justice with compassion. So that, let's just face it. When you go to court, you want to see a face you recognize. You want to see a face you trust. You can't wait till you're before the court to determine that you care who is on the court. You have to care who is on the court now. And people in Augusta, and Richmond County know me. They know what I stand for. They know that I'm, I'm going to be fair and equitable, and I'm gonna give the proper ruling to the evidence that is presented with me along with the law. So I will, I will rule with compassion, but I will also rule in a manner that will give the people of Richmond County justice and equity and fairness.
Uh, Attorney Pasco, we have a couple of minutes left. Is there anything else you want to share with the voters here in Augusta? Yes, I want the voters to know that I have done an extremely large amount of work in state court. I serve as the public defender in state court, which is when you represent people that can afford an attorney. And I also serve as an assistant solicitor in state court. Uh, and also I have judicial experience. So I, it's not like I'm learning. I already know what a judge does and does not do. I was the judge of municipal court uh, uh, for several years before the city and the county combined. And as a result of that, I was the first African-American woman judge in Richmond County. I was also the first assistant district attorney that was African-American man or woman. And I was also the first African-American woman attorney in Augusta. And now that I have other experience, I, I also serve in juvenile court as uh, an attorney that the judges appoint when they want an attorney on the case, which is what made me get a little more interested in being uh, a, a judge, because I realized you got to have a judge that understand the people that come through their court. And you got to have a judge that you can trust. All right. Thank you so much for being a part of our Local Matters family. Yes, ma'am. Also joining the Local Matters family today is attorney Cottrell Nash. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful and thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, we do the show because our voters in Augusta want to know more about the candidates who are on the ballot. And the first thing I'd like you to share is why you decided to run for magistrate court judge. Absolutely. So I've been in Augusta my entire legal career, starting back from 2009. And the very court where I started my career was the civil and magistrate court. This is the court that impressed upon me um, the mechanics of how to practice law, how to examine witnesses, how to dissect and analyze a case, and very importantly for my clients, how to persuasively and successfully advocate on their behalf before a court of law. And so having been in this court all of my career, it just seemed full circle for me to go and pursue this seat because it's a special place to our community. It handles evictions, county ordinance violations, first stop when a person is arrested, the first judge that they're gonna see. And also it's a court of small claims. It's a court where it determines probable cause for whether or not a warrant should remain. And so understanding those principles, understanding what this court offers, what this court does for our community, I just felt it was really important that somebody who's been in our community be in the seat. And having said that, uh, can you describe for our listeners the greatest accomplishment in your public life? have, that is a really awesome question. And I will tell you, I've had a lot of accomplishments. And for me, 
accomplishments or wins or where my client sets out an objective for me and I'm able to achieve it. But something that I'm a proud of outside of the practice of law is having started a Know Your Rights campaign back in about 2016. Essentially what it is, is a 30 to 45 minute presentation where I am engaging students ages 11 to 18 about the legal process and about their legal rights. And my goal with that has always been to educate, to empower our young people, because I believe that knowledge is power. Um, I have seen a great deal of wonderful outcomes as a result of that. Young people knowing what their rights are, knowing what the law is, and knowing how to handle themselves in certain types of situations. I've seen that they've deviated from having to come before a court and they've made the right decision. And I've learned that through feedback from teachers. I've learned that through feedback from parents and certainly from the students. So that for me is most rewarding. All right. And uh, finally, please tell our voters in Augusta, Richmond County, what principles will guide you as a judge if you are successful in winning this judgeship? Absolutely. So having practiced my entire legal career in this community, I, I've practiced not just in Augusta, I've practiced across the CSRA. I've seen a lot of things that I thought have worked that have been fair, and I've seen things that have not been fair, things that have not worked and have been completely a disadvantage to people. And so with that in mind, I've always been what you would call a trial lawyer, which means I'm in court every day of my career. Having those experiences to draw from, understanding what has worked, what hasn't worked, what's going to guide me is understanding what fairness looks like. What's also going to be a point of reference for me is transparency, knowledge, being community oriented, being present, but also being a great listener and understanding that things are not always what it seems on face value, but dissecting it, understanding it so that you can render a fair decision. And when you do all of those things, that's how justice really prevails. So ultimately what will guide me are the experiences that I've had, the blessing and being able to represent so many people in this community and being able to understand hey, we've got to bring about a change because we want to make sure that people have an experience that is fair, where they are treated with respect and dignity, and most importantly, where they feel that this court is a part of their community. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, we've got about a minute and a half left. So is there anything else that you want to share with the voters? Um, how can they learn more information about you, et cetera? Thank you so much. I just want to, again, thank you for the opportunity to share a little bit about myself and my pursuit of this very special seat. If you want to learn more about me, Catrell Nash, you can visit my website at www.katrellnash, the number four, chiefjudge.com. You can also follow me on social media, on Facebook. You can find me on Nash, N-A-S-H, four, which is the number four, Chief Judge, and also on Instagram, same name. Or you can follow me on my personal page, which is Catrell Nash, K-A-T-R-E-L-L-N-A-S-H. And again, I just thank you for just listening and giving me the opportunity to talk to you. Thanks so much for becoming a part of our Local Matters family. Thank you. Joining the Local Matters family is Judge Carletta Sims-Brown. How are you doing today, Judge Brown? I'm doing great. How are you? I am great. Good to see Good. you again. Uh, 
I want to start off um, by letting our listeners know that you joined our court as chief, um, civil and magistrate court as chief judge in 2021. Uh, and now you are running for election to that seat. Uh, please tell us why you decided to run. Well, first off, I was appointed to the seat after a vigorous process of going through 25 local attorneys, 25 Georgia attorneys, that's the Judicial Qualification Commission, and then making the shortlist to the governor, interviewing with the governor and ultimately being appointed. That came about because of my 33 plus years of practicing law and the fact that I had already been a magistrate. So I came to the table understanding the job and ready to serve. Why am I pursuing the seat now? Because I have been on the job. Uh, we have made great progress in advancing the court, in bringing services to the community. Uh, proudest one is, is having an emergency rental and uh, assistance and utility assistance program court based in court every week and, and, and having a lower number of evictions go forth putting forms online, putting educational videos for the citizens. So we've started a great service to this community and we wanna have an opportunity to continue that work and believe and know that we're the most qualified because we have three times the experience of our opponent. And so we were called to the position. Uh, I believe God puts me everywhere I need to be. I was appointed by the governor. And so therefore I now want to continue the service that I've begun. All right. Thank you for that. And as you reflect on your long career in uh, the law, uh, please tell us what you believe to be your most significant accomplishment in your public life. You know, when you are a servant, you really don't stop to keep a resume of this. I'm going to accomplish this. This is my greatest accomplishment because the greatness comes in service, period. If I had to, I would say from a humility, I humbly find myself as the first woman and first African-American chief judge in the history of Richmond County after 24 years, that to many would be considered a great accomplishment. However, from a service perspective, I consider just the opportunity to sow into the lives of of the community of young people, elderly, the type of practices I've had that my service has been my greatest accomplishment because I've done it all my life. And it has brought me to this space in this seat where I can give you the greater, even greater service and make a difference to a larger aspect of the community and, have, and, and be more impactful in that service. Thank you for that. And our uh, next question just relates to your um, judicial philosophy. Um, as you approach the job of being a judge, what principles guide you? My guiding principles are founded on, first off, on fairness and integrity, understanding, not just understanding the law. With my experience, I certainly know how to dissect, know what the law means and how to apply it on a case-by-case -case basis, but I need to understand the people. Uh, our court is the people's court. We uh, impact so many aspects of life 
from doing the criminal wars to the dispossessories to the small claims, the family, the ordinance disputes between neighbors, junk cars, whatever it is, we are impacting the community in such a great way that I need to make sure that I do that with fairness, with integrity, that I give every citizen a, a sound voice the, to give them a, their day in court, and then that I rule fairly based upon the totality of the circumstances to make sure that I am really my brother's and sister's keeper in that court, that everyone will have a fair shot, equal justice under the law. And so, so, so those are the principles that will guide me. The, the service, the value-based, which go back to fairness, integrity, and, and uh, serving the community to the greatest extent possible. Thank you for that. And uh, we've got just a little bit of time left. Um, is there any place that our listeners can go to learn more about you? And is there anything else you'd like to share with the registered voters in Augusta? I, I would just say my website is electjudgecsbrown.com. You will find uh, my, my official campaign website. You may also go to the Civil and Magistrate Court website to see the services that we're providing and some of the informational videos that I've placed for you. I would finally say, please pay attention that that experience counts. I, I not only have the experience, I come with the commitment, the temperament, and the, the duty to serve this community. And I'm asking for their vote on May 24th or whether they vote early to help me to keep me in office and continue to complete the great work that God has blessed me to start for this community. Thank you so much for being a guest on Local Matters. And thank you for having me. It's been a joy to see you again and to get to spend this time with you. Please join Local Matters next week when we will have four candidates for statewide office. We will have one candidate for uh, Commissioner of Agriculture. We'll have two candidates for Secretary of State and we'll have one candidate for State School Superintendent. Be blessed. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.